Hey friends, before we start the show, I want to invite you to check out my brand new free training all about how you can start your own freelance business from home. In this completely free one hour training, I am going to share with you exactly how I was able to leave my full-time teaching job and replace my income by freelancing and how you can do the same thing too. We're going to talk about how you can find skills that you already have and what services you can offer, as well as what you need to actually get started today. So you can go check out my brand new free training. It's my gift to you at aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. That's aubreymalik.com forward slash free training. And we will link that up in the show notes for you. All right, now let's go ahead and dive on into the show. Hey friends, welcome back to the show. So for this week, it is a very special week. Number one, it is Teacher Appreciation Week. So we are thankful for all of our teachers out there. And because I am a former teacher and in this episode, I am going to talk and share about my decision to step away from the classroom and why I don't regret that. Um, I know that there are still a lot of teachers out there who, number one, I appreciate. My boys have teachers that we love dearly and also teachers who are looking for a way to supplement their income or maybe to step away as well. So we wanted to do something here very special for the teachers out there. And we are going to be giving away two scholarships to the Prep 2.0. So the Prep 2.0 is our signature program that helps you launch, grow, and scale your freelancing business. It has everything that you need to get your business off the ground. And we have never done a scholarship before. I have had people ask me if this is something that I do, and it has definitely something that I've always wanted to do. And I thought, what better week to do that than Teacher Appreciation Week? So we are going to be giving away two completely full scholarships to the Prep 2.0 to two teachers who are looking for a way to get started with freelancing. So we're going to be doing a little bit of a giveaway to surround this, to get your entries in. So here's all the details of what you need to do to be entered in. The first thing that you need to do is leave a review on this podcast. Wherever you listen to podcasts, leave us a written review. Let us know why you love this podcast. The second thing that you need to do is you need to come over to my Instagram. So if you're not already following me, that is at Aubrey Malik on Instagram. And we have a post on there that has all the details for this as well. You need to share that post in your stories, tag three teacher friends on that post, and then you need to follow me. And that is what you need to do to get entered in to get into this scholarship. Now you can also have a bonus entry and I definitely will be taking these entries into consideration um, into who that we end up selecting for this scholarship, but sending me a DM would give you an extra bonus entry. And in that DM, you could let me know what getting this scholarship would mean to you, why you are looking to get started freelancing. So you can share that in a either voice DM or a written DM, whatever is your style. And that's all you need to do. We are going to run this throughout this week of May 8th through May 12th because this is Teacher Appreciation Week. And then we will announce our winners on my Instagram stories. So definitely make sure again that you're following me. That is part of the entry into the scholarship giveaway and also how you're going to see who will win this. So I hope that we can bless two teachers with this opportunity to get
get a full scholarship into my signature program. And like I said, this program is officially closed right now. You can't get in otherwise. It's not open to the public. So this is that kind of secret way in that we want to bless to teachers. So again, head over to my Instagram to get all the details, to get entered into this, to share that post, to tag your friends, and then we will announce the winners over on my Instagram story. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dive on into this week's episode. Welcome to the Freelancer to CEO podcast. This is the podcast for overwhelmed freelancers who are ready to simplify and scale their business so they can earn more and stress less. I'm your host, Aubrey Malik, and I'm a former elementary teacher who launched my own freelancing business, and now I want to share all my secrets with you. Each week, I'll be sharing business strategy, systems, and tactical tips that you can take into your business today so you can finally step into that CEO role you desire. Let's dive on into the show. So for those of you who are newer to me, or maybe some of you just haven't heard this story before, it actually took me a really long time to talk about leaving the classroom. Of course, I, you know, I shared that I was a former teacher, but I really didn't share a lot about why I left the classroom or even just talked about that in my content and in what I shared on social, because I had this fear that other teachers wouldn't understand, or I had this fear of people are going to judge me or people are going to think, you know, did she make the right decision? So I, I honestly didn't talk about it for a really long time because I just didn't feel comfortable sharing that. And I also, for probably a good two years into my decision to leave the classroom, I still kind of had in the back of my head of, am I, am I going to go back to the classroom? I, when I initially started my business, I told people and I told people, you know, in my current job, the teaching job that I had, I told my principal, like, I will be back. Like after my boys are in school, I will be back. And my principal's like, you, you will, we will have a job here waiting for you. And that was always the plan. So even, you know, a couple years into my business, my business was successful. I was loving being at home. I was loving the time that I was spending with my boys. I loved the freedom and flexibility. I still had that thought in the back of my head of, you know, is this it? Will I go back to teaching? And I had a lot of people around me, you know, every time that the new school year would start, they'd be like, are you going to go back? Like, is this the year? And I would get those feelings when, you know, you'd see all the back to school stuff at, at the stores and thinking, oh gosh, like I wish I could do that. I, I had these like mixed emotions around that. So I really didn't know how to feel. So that was one of the reasons why I just didn't really talk about it because I didn't know if I wanted to make that stance of like, I love teaching and you should do. And I also know that we need teachers in the classroom. My boys, my oldest son is in kindergarten. My youngest is goes to a nursery school a few days a week. He's getting ready to go into pre-K next year. And I love the teachers that my boys have had. And so I know we need teachers. I also know that it is very hard to be a teacher, especially depending on where you're located in the world, um, depending on if you have administrative support and if you have, if you you know work in a good district and if you have um, financial support and all that stuff, it's really hard to be a teacher. So I knew this would be a conversation that would be hard to navigate because I know that there's depending on where you stand on the spectrum. And again, you know, your feelings are valid here, no matter if you're like, I love my teaching job and I would never leave. Um, Or you're like, I can't wait to get the heck out of Dodge and please help me, Aubrey. No matter where you are, like you belong here. But I know that in finally starting to open up and talk about why I left the classroom and why I won't be going back and why I feel like this is the path that I was meant to be on, I was 
greeted and welcomed with more understanding than I thought and not really a lot of negativity. Of course, there's some people, and when I started talking about this and I started posting content on TikTok, I had some people in my comments like, well, I would never want my child to have you as a teacher and you know, I'm glad you left because we don't need more teachers like you. And I, I had some comments like that, but most of the comments that I got were people saying like, I feel the same way, or I've been looking for a way, or I'm so glad I'm not alone in feeling that. And that was really the whole point behind that really of why I wanted to share. So I'm just going to, I won't dive too deep because again, some of you have been around for a while and you know this story, but basically I I loved what I did as a teacher. Sure, there were some things that I wish I could change and I taught at a really great school district. Um, I did have an instance in my last year of teaching where I really did love the grade that I was teaching. And three weeks before school started, they decided to move me from teaching sixth grade math all the way down to second grade. And I had taught in that you know, early childhood years. I had taught um, first grade, I had taught third grade. So it really wasn't that I, you know, wasn't prepared at all. I had done that before, but I had three weeks to prepare. I had to move my classrooms. I had already, you know, bought new resources and new things that I was going to use in my classroom in sixth grade math. So that definitely was a challenge. And I felt a little bit slated, but I understood that that was the name of the game. But one of the things that urged me in that year as I started my business and really was thinking about like, you know, this could be something, but also like, do I want to leave that security? One thing that was a driving factor behind that was that by moving to that grade, I technically became the floater teacher. So depending on where the numbers were you know, each year for grade year, grade level, um, you know, one year they might have a grade that was coming in that had a lot of students. And so they might need an extra teacher in that grade. And then the next year, you know, that grade didn't have as big as a class, but maybe the kindergarten grade had a big class. So they needed an extra teacher down there. And then maybe the following year, the third grade class had a big class. And so they needed another teacher in there. And so basically I, I was looking at a position where every year I would have to be starting over, which did not feel great. Um, I wanted to be able to get into a rhythm, get into a routine and know what to plan for, know what to prepare. And each year, hopefully it would get a little bit easier with planning and prepping and knowing what you were going to teach and knowing what to expect. So that was one of the, one of the reasons why for me, it felt like a good decision to at least move on, even even at the time, if it was temporary, even if I was telling myself, oh, you know, once my boys are in school or once they're a little bit older, I will go back to a teaching job. That was a driving factor behind that because I knew that was not a kind of teaching position that I wanted to be in. And again, somebody has to take that and more power to them. But with a with young kids at home, I wanted to not have to feel like every day I was starting over from scratch. I wanted to be able to get into that rhythm and routine. So that was a, a driving force behind why I wanted to lead. And a lot of people ask me, you know, how did you do it? How did you have that conversation? And I will say because of the fact that at the time I was pregnant and I was already coming up on a maternity leave, I was going to at least be taking 12 weeks of maternity leave. That was the initial conversations that I had had with my administration they knew that they would need to hire a long-term sub for me. So it wasn't like I just was leaving them high and dry. It wasn't like they didn't see this coming. They at least knew like, hey, she's going to be going on maternity leave. Um, and so it was just a little bit. And honestly, it probably worked out in their favor to be able to bring on a long-term sub for 
the remainder of the year because at the time when I left, it was December. So to be able to bring on a long-term sub to have for the remainder of the year, and then I think they ended up hiring that long-term sub, you know, for that position after she had finished out the remainder of that school year, it ended up working out. So there really wasn't any bad blood. And again, we left on really good terms. My principal at the time, he, you know, we had many conversations about it and I was telling him, you know, I'm thinking about doing this. I wanted to be transparent with him that this was a thought that I had. This was a conversation that my husband and I were having so that they could be prepared. I didn't want to blindside them too. And in one of the last conversations that I had when I let him know, like, this is the decision that I was going to be making and that I would be resigning. He said, you know, my wife stayed at home with our kids when they were younger and we don't regret that at all. Like I know you're making the best decision for your family. So that was at least nice that I had that conversation. So I I think if there's anybody out there who is thinking about doing this or is, you know, you have to do what's best for you, number one, and you don't owe an explanation to anybody. And you also don't need other people to understand why you're doing it. You need to have the reasons that you have and you need to have, you know, your spouse on board with that, hopefully, um, hopefully that, that you can at least come to that understanding, but you don't need to convince anybody. You don't need to tell anybody, like, even if this is, you're starting this business and this is going to supplement your income, or even if you're just like, I need to take a step away, you do not need to convince anybody of the reasons why you need to do that. Um, I definitely had more reasons why I wanted to do that. I had my two-year-old son who, when he was born at four weeks, he had to have surgery. He was born with a congenital cataract in his eye, so he had to have a surgery to remove that. And then we had lots of doctor's appointments really for that first you know, year to two years of his life. We were traveling um, close to an hour and a half away to see his eye doctor to check on things. And so there were a, point, a lot of appointments, and of course, with it being further away, you know, it wasn't in my town, I usually would have to take at least a half day, if not a full day. So that was an added stress. And then also at that time, we were starting the process for early intervention for my son, who was going through some speech delays. And honestly, looking back on it now, I'm, I'm so glad that we did that because he ended up being diagnosed with childhood apraxia of speech, which is a speech disorder, which needs a lot of speech therapy. And we were able to get speech therapy in the home. I was able to be there with him. I was able to be a part of the therapy. I was able to work with him during the day to help him to progress. And of course, like I, you know, thinking at the teacher that I could fix it all, but I didn't know, you know, you think, well, how do I get my child to talk? You just talk to them. And there was a lot of things that I needed to learn myself to be able to understand and how to get him to produce the sounds. And especially with apraxia, it's a lot on the movement. So having him really look at how your mouth is moving to be able to produce the sounds or the word. So that was another driving factor as to why I was looking to step away from my teaching job. And again, like I said, I did not have a, a terrible situation. Of course, I I could, ha- you know, there obviously are things where it's like, yeah, I wish I didn't have the stigma of like, you have to get there so early and you have to stay late. And there's so much added work on top of the, you know, eight hours that you're putting into your job and all those other things. But I really did have an overall decent situation. And I know that's not the case for everybody. So if that is, is that, if that's what you're dealing with, if you're in a not great work environment, if you don't have support from your administration, like I said, when I went to my principal and I talked to him about this, he was 
of course, sad to lose me, um, not to toot my own horn, but I, I, I was a very good teacher and they, they knew that. So they were very sad about that, but he understood. And, um, I think if you lead with that, which is probably why a lot of the women listening to this podcast are looking to step away from whatever full-time job they have, but a teacher, you know, we spend all day with other people's kids. And I feel like a lot of teachers, especially when their kids are young, they're feeling like I am, I'm with other people's kids all day and I'm missing out on moments with my kids. Or if you're having to put your kid in daycare, we were looking at a situation where I was basically going to work to pay somebody to watch my kids. And I would much rather, even if freelancing never worked out for me, which again, like I'm so glad that we have this available to us and that this is a really viable option for a lot of moms and teachers who are looking to work from home on their own schedule, but also need to bring in an income for their family. I knew that I would much rather come home and we would have to cut our budget. We would have to cut our spending to be able to be at home with our kids, even if freelancing didn't end up working out. So I just wanted to share a little bit about the reason why I left teaching, my story of how that happened, um, having that conversation with my administration. And as much as it's hard sometimes, especially I think I think the hardest thing for me is the financial piece of it because I did go to college. I do have my master's in education. I spent a lot of money on that and that can be hard sometimes. Like I'm still paying those student loans. I will be paying those student loans for a long time. And I can think, well, I went to school and I'm paying these student loans for something that I'm not doing, which if you want to look at it that way, you know, from the outside looking in, sure, it's easy for people to say, like, you went to school to be a teacher and you're not doing that. But I am a teacher. I'm still an educator. I'm still teaching and coaching and helping others. It just looks different. And I honestly think that that helps me to be a great coach and a great teacher to all of you that are listening on here. The fact that I understand how to take a big concept, you know, like freelancing, like starting a business, and I can break it down in a way that makes sense. That's one thing that I hear from the community. That's one thing I, that I hear from a lot of you is saying like, this makes sense to me. And you explain it in a way that I understand. And I feel like my teaching background and what I did learn in college and what I did learn in my time in the classroom has helped me to be a, a great teacher because a lot of people in the online space are, you know, know their content, they know what they teach on, but they don't always understand, how do I break this down? How do I make it so that the people who I'm teaching or I'm trying to teach can understand things? And that's where I think my background in education serves me really well. So I just wanted to share this from one teacher to another. I know a lot of you are teachers. A lot of you are looking for alternate ways to make an income, to make a side income, to support your family, to be able to pay down debt, to be able to save your vacations. And freelancing is that way. Like I have mentioned many times in this podcast, I've tried a lot of different things. I have joined network marketing companies. I have tutored kids after school. I've woken up at 3 a.m. to teach English classes online. And while some of those options did bring an income, it came with a cost and it also came with a lot of time for to like in order to make the money that would be viable for my family to survive on and with freelancing not that it's it's not hard work not that it's not um, going to take time to build up but 
I could directly see that the time that I was putting in was leading to growing my business, to getting clients, to earning that income, to booking more clients and growing that. So I will say, speaking from experience of trying a lot of different things, this is a really, really great option. And if you're listening to this and you have been looking for a way, don't forget, we have our scholarship opportunity that is going on this week. If you are a teacher and you have been looking to join the prep and maybe financially it hasn't been the right time or it's been, you know, thinking thinking about it has been a, bi- a big investment and you would love to be gifted a scholarship inside of the program. Don't forget all the rules that we have to get entered into this during our teacher appreciation giveaway. Head over to my Instagram at Aubrey Malik to get all of the details so that you know exactly what you need to do in order to get entered. And I am so excited to bless two amazing teachers with this special opportunity. We have never done this before. We are probably only going to do it once this year. So if you are looking to get started to get this curriculum and course and coaching that I have inside of the Prep 2.0, then definitely make sure that you head over to Instagram to get entered in to win. And I cannot wait to see who gets to join us inside of the Prep 2.0. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. Happy Teacher Appreciation Week. I appreciate you. I appreciate the hard work that you do inside the classroom, in your home. You are definitely appreciated. Even if you don't hear it every single day, just know that I appreciate you so, so much. I will catch you in the next episode. Thank you for choosing to spend some time with me today. I appreciate you so much. If you haven't yet, I would love it if you would leave me a review on iTunes and share this episode in your Instagram stories and tag me. By sharing and reviewing, you can help spread the message so we can reach more entrepreneurs who are ready to scale their business to new heights. I will see you in the next episode.